Welcome to the Mortgages, Money and More podcast and thank you for joining us today. I'm Craig Skelton, Principal of CS Mortgage Solutions and CS Retirement Solutions and our weekly podcast aims to answer your questions about the world of mortgages and financial advice. Our guest today is John Vary, who is a mortgage advisor for CS Mortgage Solutions based in Lancaster, and we're talking about second home mortgages and holiday let mortgages. Before we get into the exciting world of second homes and holiday lets, let's get to know a bit more about our guest. Hi, John. Hi, Craig. So tell us a bit more about yourself. I've been working at CS Mortgage Solutions now for a year. Before I started doing this, I worked at the Yorkshire Building Society for 19 years, doing mortgages, and then I worked my way up to the branch manager for the last seven years. Then I started my career off at the Blackburn branch, then moved to Windermere, then I moved on to the uh, Lancaster branch, and then the position itself was made redundant last year. And I saw this as a perfect opportunity to go back to doing mortgages, which I feel very passionate about. But the good thing now is that I don't just look at one lender, I can look at over 50 different lenders. So it's a lot, lot better now. Perfect. So quite a bit different than to being uh, with the Yorkshire, like I say, you've got quite a lot of offering from a lender point of view. So brilliant. Cool. Being, like you said there, Blackburn and then moving up to Windermere. So being based in Lancaster and sort of covering Cumbria, you must see quite a few people looking to buy second homes and holiday lets. Yeah, especially in the Cumbrian area. Windermere, yeah, it's really, you know, a sought after area for holiday lets all around there. It's, it's really good. Cool. Who wouldn't want to live or have a holiday home in the Lake District? So cool. So we said about second homes and holiday lets. What is the difference between buying a second home and a holiday let? Well, the main difference is the time you spend at each of the houses. So like a holiday let, you're allowed a a limited amount of time yourself personally, and then the rest of it is to generate income. And a second home is more for yourselves to spend time on it. Right, okay. So yeah, so I understand the difference between that now. So second homes is exactly that. Holiday lets, I'm renting out. Right, okay, perfect. So let's, should we look at holiday lets first of all? Yeah. So I think we'll sort of go through each one individually. So let's look at um, holiday let. So can you just explain to me a bit more about what a holiday let is? A holiday let is when someone wants to borrow money on a property to generate really an income from it. And sometimes, obviously, they might want to stay at it themselves, but it's more for generating an income. And at the moment, holiday lets are in the top five most searched for in July by brokers. Due to the COVID, people are obviously not going abroad anymore and they're choosing to stay in this country. So it's expected to be a trend in the coming months, especially with the travel bans and also with the stamp duty holiday. All right, okay, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll come on to stamp duty. I think that's just one of the things, obviously, we need to, to talk about. So good, so holiday let is quite popular at the moment. So what deposit do I need for holiday let, first of all? Deposits, um, minimum normally of about 25%. Obviously, as well, that depends on different lenders, but generally, as a whole, it's 25%. Right, okay, so that's like pretty standard, like a normal buy-to-let mortgage. If I buy one of those, that's that's normally 25% mortgage, so a 25% deposit. So pretty much the same as that then, John, yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Okay. With holiday lets, how do lenders assess how much I can borrow? Well, with a holiday let, it's all down to your rental income. So they assess it with your rental income. So it's a bit different to a normal mortgage. It's all about what income you generate from that holiday let. Right. Okay. And how has that worked out? What? How do they do that? 
a surveyor will decide yeah how much it's going to generate or maybe if you're already it's already been let out that there's a pattern there and then it's got to be a, over a certain percentage of the interest payable on the stress rate which is around five percent so it sounds slightly complicated but i'm guessing it's not really no no if you come to like obviously see someone like myself that's the kind of thing that we'd help you on but just as long as you no, that a holiday let is all on, you know, how much you generate from the rental income side of it. And do they take that over? Obviously, with holiday lets, I'm guessing that there's busy times, busy periods. How do they, the rental income, is that like assessed on a monthly or an annual thing or? They average it out over the year. Ah, oh, right, okay. They do, right, okay. Because yeah. I say, I'm guessing that there's going to be times in like August where you, your holiday lets sort of, popular especially like i said right now with uh, people wanting to go away during lockdown and not being able to travel overseas so the the people with the holiday lets are going to be inundated with inquiries right now so i understand that but yeah it's more of we're just understanding of how they assess the income that they generate so okay over the year and it's on the rental income i said a little bit before john about sort of staying in your holiday let so is that something you can do if you've got your own holiday let can you stay in it yourself yeah yeah of course you can yeah some lenders let you stay in uh, for different times so on an average it's normally around eight weeks that you're allowed to stay in yourself yeah with most lenders right okay so if i've got a house that's in windermere that's really nice and i'm thinking i'm gonna let it out but then i can then choose to eight weeks of the year stay in that property myself with the lenders assessing the income over the 12 months at the rental income takes that into account so okay airbnbs are popular as well so are they is that something that i can if i'm looking to buy a holiday let and get a mortgage on it can i advertise it on airbnb yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, most lenders let you advertise it on Airbnb. It's not a problem. Again, just come and see someone like myself and we'll be able to find you the lender if that's something that you're looking to do. But yes, definitely you can do. Right, okay. So it depends on the lender which one some do let, let you do Airbnb and some yeah. don't. Some do, some don't. Yeah. I think, like you say, you're right. It goes back to using a mortgage broker anyway for something like this because obviously you know the lenders that you can do things you want to do and things that you can't do so yeah yeah what about the property construction then well the construction needs to be of standard construction so it can't be obviously like a holiday park or a lodge standard no park homes no caravans anything like that no nothing like that no no pretty standard brick concrete stone all that sort of thing yeah, and no local and free of any local uh, occupancy restrictions as well. So standard construction, free of any occupancy restrictions. So for that reason, holiday parks, properties with local ownership clauses are all excluded normally. All right, okay. Do you get that quite a lot in Cumbria then with the, the local restrictions? Yeah, there's lots of uh, local occupancy restrictions in the Cumbria area. It's quite common. Uh, okay. that, yeah. That's holiday let. So, yep. Yeah. Based on your rental income over an annual basis, can stay in it yourself for uh, up to eight weeks, depending on the lender. Can do it with Airbnb sometimes, again, depending on the lender. Cool, I think that I think I understand the, the holiday let situation. So now let's look let's look at second homes. So can you explain to me a bit more about what a second home is? 
So second homes, normally when clients, they either want to work, like commute, do the jobs, and they might need to get a second home and be able to like work during the week and stay there. Or some people get a second home to escape to the country at weekends, especially again at the moment with the COVID. This is a big thing that people are doing. They're looking at like escaping to the country so they've got somewhere else to live if it ever happens again and they're in lockdown again. So it is quite a common theme at the moment that we're finding. A second home is exactly that and something you're just using for yourself, yeah. commuting, work requirement or, or just something you can afford the luxury of. So, brilliant. We sort of said with a holiday let you need 25% deposit. What deposit do you need for a second home, Joanne? Well, again, it's pretty similar, but you can, some lenders will look at 10% or 15%. But on a whole, you tend to do need a little bit bigger deposit than you would for norm, your normal main residence. About, tw- about 15, 20% a lot of lenders will do. Compared to the 25 that you need for yeah. the for the holiday let. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And you sort of said before about with holiday lets, the, the amount that lenders will lend you is based on their rental income. How does that differ compared to second homes? Right, well, with second homes, it's all down to the applicant's salary and subject to normal credit assessment. And they also take into consideration your main residence to see that if you've got another mortgage that you can, you know, look after both and also the bills. So what they do for affordability calculations is that you need to cover both mortgages and both lots of bills for both houses. All right, so they take the... So basically, yeah, you can afford to run... Both properties. Both, both properties without any other source of income, like rent income, anything like that. It just literally is based on salary. Yeah. Based on running two homes. So, did they take everything into account and things like stamp duty and bills and gas, electricity? Did they, did they assess? Did they take all that into account when they're doing it? Most lenders, it's it's covering the mortgage and you know, like your main bills, like your council tax, utility, insurance, and property maintenance relating to both properties. Right. Okay. Stamp duty. Then we, we obviously at the minute you sort of said before about this is obviously the change with the stamp duty. How does Stamp duty work out for second homes or holiday lets? Are they the same? Are they different? How does that work? Well, at the moment, until March next year, the same as your main residence, that's gone down to zero, up to half a million. Well, up to half a million on additional property, that has gone down and that's at 3% at the moment. But it's exactly the same for holiday homes as it is for holiday lets. Right, okay. So the stamp duty calculation is exactly the same. Yes, exactly the same. Class as an additional property, both of them. Like I said before, you are based in Lancaster, so you cover Cumbria and uh, that part of the world. And you alluded a little bit to it before. So second homes, holiday lets, is that a popular thing right now? Yeah, very popular. Yeah, especially because of lockdown. People are coming up to around the Lake District quite a lot and um, everything's getting full. So people are looking at this kind of thing. It's very popular and it's expected to carry on for the next year or two. So obviously the demand's there as well. What? So if I'm thinking about holiday lets or second homes, how do I uh, contact you then, John? Obviously, there's through the csmortgagesolutions.co.uk uh, website or my mobile, which is 0790789 
You said that very quickly and off the cuff straight away then. So thanks very much. No, that's perfect. Thanks, John, for your time today, taking part of the Mortgages and Money and More podcast and a great insight into second homes and holidays. If you have any questions or topics you want to discuss, please get in touch and see our websites, csmortgagesolutions.co.uk or csretirementsolutions.co.uk for contact details. And next time, my guest will be Angela, who will be talking about the Help to Buy scheme. Thank you for listening. 